Hey guys, my name is Sam. Welcome to Stories of From the Birth Suite, where we listen to birth stories told from the partner's point of view. Today you get to hear from my friend James. He and his wife Claire brought their little baby girl Peyton into the world and they went through the private system. So here is his story. So if we start back in Claire's pregnancy, Mm -hmm. had you guys been trying for a while? Was it a surprise? Tell me what it was like when you found out Claire was pregnant. So we'd been... um We'd probably been trying for about six to eight months, maybe. Uh, we started when we were actually traveling in Europe um, on our belated honeymoon, I guess. Um, so <clears throat> so we, when we found out we were pregnant, oh, we'd also had a miscarriage beforehand. So that was, um, that was pretty, pretty rough and uh, traumatic for Claire and, yeah, and myself um, to have our first attempt go, uh, go so bad, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, about a month or two later, we were pregnant with um, with Peyton, which was um, yeah, was was exciting and was a yeah, and it started an experience <laughs> like no other. <laughs> How did Claire tell you? Um, I was what was I doing? I was out out the back doing what I do on a Saturday, it was gardening, <laughs> gardening, and uh, she ran ran out to tell me, and I knew she was going to uh, do a little. Uh, test and uh, yeah she ran out to tell me and yeah said um, oh we're uh, so we're pregnant that's pretty cute Mm. (laughs) yeah it was I didn't really sink in at the time I think it only started to sink in when we like the whole thing only started to sink in when we um, uh, started doing like progress pics and things like that we actually never progressed with that but we did for the first few weeks (laughs) a few months we did progress pics but um uh, yeah, once that all started to happen and we, we followed the app, I think you, you've promoted the app as well. Um, yeah, it started to sink in there. So, yeah. yeah. How are you feeling, if you don't mind me asking, you can veto this question. <coughs> okay. um, after having a miscarriage and then finding out that you were expecting again, how does that kind of affect your excitement? Um, yeah, so it, uh, it dumbs it down a lot. Uh, I, I, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So when when Claire told me, I was like, okay, cool, let's get through the next eight to twelve weeks. Okay. So because the first one happened at um, at about eight eight or nine weeks, so we we're just gearing up, ready to tell people. Um, and I was in Geraldton at the time, so I couldn't even be at oh, home with Claire. So that was really really difficult, but um, we uh, we sort of got through it. So yeah, it sort of takes a takes a wind out of the sails for the first few um, first few weeks anyway, and then um, month went by. We were able to tell people. We told our families first, and and that was really exciting and really cool. And we actually told everyone um, when we were in Sydney. So we're all in Sydney on a big family holiday. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, it, it, having miscarriages um, sort of takes the wind out of it a bit. So yeah. So once you found out that you were going to have a baby, <clears throat> did you? I know that you went through a private obstetrician. Mm-hmm. Did you have one lined up already, or was that something that you had to sort out? Um, so yeah, so I don't do a lot of research. <laughs> I just sort of just do stuff. <laughs> but Claire is a very big researcher. So she did um, in the lead up. She sort of made her mind up that she wanted to go uh, go private, which was fine. 
Um, so we, she had a couple of friends that had babies and things, and um, and they went through a few obstetricians, and she got a recommendation for for um, uh, I can't remember his name now, but yeah, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I don't need to pump him up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pretorius, Doctor Pretorius. That's the one. Um, so yeah, we met with Doctor Pretorius, and um, he was really, really lovely. Um, was our kind of person. He was straight to the point. Um, didn't mess around and he was very open with how Claire um, was going to do the pregnancy and, and how she was going to do the birthing straight from the get-go. Um, very relaxed, didn't only saw us or saw her every uh, every couple of months and then got as time progressed and got closer to uh, birthing date, we came every week and uh, every yeah. month, then every second week, then every week, then yeah, felt like every day or at this <laughs> freaking hospital <laughs> but that was right at the end there so um and he obviously then knew our backstory with having the miscarriage and having a few few months of trying so he was um he was yeah very receptive to that so it's nice to have someone that knows your story yeah it is yeah it really yeah. is yeah so what was it like for you having claire at home pregnant fucking nightmare <laughs> Hang on, you might need to say that louder for the microphone. She was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> no, she... Um, uh, so, I, what part of this experience would you like me to tell? You need to be honest with other dads that are listening. Um, so, the first... The, so, the first trimester, I was um, very supportive, very, very protective... Um, to the point where my family had already worked out that she was pregnant because I was so protective. We went to a, to a story, we went to a theme park and a lot of the places you couldn't go if you were pregnant. And we were only like eight, nine weeks pregnant. And, and I was like, oh, do you need to go on this? Should we, should we check? Should we check with the people if make sure you can go? So we went on this walk to Sydney Harbour Bridge as well when she was pregnant. And that were like, oh, you know, she's eight weeks pregnant. It's matter. And they're like, you'll be fine <laughs> so i was pretty protective in the first sort of um 12 12 weeks um after that do it yourself <laughs> like, like, we got that got got old pretty quickly um and i'm a very neat person and very um at home and i'm very um uh like to do stuff and you know get moving and things claire He's downplaying it just <laughs> claire is um not as neat at the best of times and then not she's likes to relax let's just say that so (laughs) she was pregnant her pregnancy added a whole new level to that every time i'd come in she'd be sitting on the couch and there'd be dishes in the sink and there'd be this and there'd be that and i'd be like okay so i've got more work to do that's fine you You cut that out You're so lucky that you didn't end up with me or Samuel. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest there. So, yeah, that was an experience. And then towards the end, it was, um, she started to get obviously uncomfortable and um, everything just got more difficult with, um, you couldn't she couldn't stand up for as long. And she's only small framed as well for people who met her. Um, so, yeah, having a, what we thought was a, big fat Daniel's baby um, was, was get, getting to her a bit so yeah by the end of it she was ready for it to come out her to come out yeah it at the time we didn't know no yeah. we we left that to surprise so so what did you guys do during pregnancy to prepare for 
Claire going into labour and having Peyton? Mm, I had nightmares. I <laughs> know, oh, seriously, I had I had nightmares, and you you you'll laugh, but I continued to have the same nightmare that I could not find my pants. I'm serious. I I kept waking up in the middle of the night, going, "Oh my god, are you pre like are you you ready or are you, everything fine?" And because I kept waking or having this dream that I would, she would be going into labour, and it would be the middle of the night. And I couldn't find my pants anywhere. Like I was searching everywhere. And she'd have the baby at home and I'm still trying to find my pants. So uh, so my preparation was that I had all my clothes lined out. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Shoes, socks, uh, pants and a jumper because we it was it was winter. Um, and she had a little go bag ready and that was that was really good. So mine was next to it. So <laughs> That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, and then, yeah, did all the normal stuff that you do. Did you do any, like, birth classes or <clears throat> listening to a podcast or reading books or anything like that? You can say no. Uh, no, no, I, Claire did. Claire, Claire did. did a lot of this stuff, so you should probably interview her. <laughs> but I didn't. I, like I said, I'm... While I'm neat and organised, I didn't just didn't research because I guess because she was doing so much. Um, was she telling you about it? Yeah, she she'd she talked to me all the time about it. Like in the car, just before bed, when I was trying to go to sleep, she'd be bugging me with like facts. And every morning she'd wake up, check the app. Oh, it's a it's a peanut today, or it's a toy figurine, or <laughs> something like that. And and um, th- your baby can start hearing, and you can do all this. Like she she'd. Um, do all of that for me so I, I guess I just didn't need to because she was doing all of it for us um, <clears throat> we talked about actually going to birthing classes um, and we had to we did one and then it wasn't sort of for us so we went in blind <laughs> <laughs> and that was d- different <laughs> went in blinds like just didn't go back to the class and then just decided, didn't, oh, well. Yeah, no, I think we, we, so we might have been, might have logged, like registered for a class. Mm-hmm. And then Claire was having a day where she was, you know, everything was difficult and hard and I was, uh, whatever, I can't be bothered. It's day out of my day. So um, I don't even think we went to one or I know we had talked about going to one, but we didn't, don't think we went to one. So yeah, we rocked up to the hospital and like, Baby's going to come out of you somewhere. <laughs> this is going to happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did Yeah, we didn't do anything like that. We sort of, I guess, had our obstetrician as well, and we relied heavy, heavily on him. Yeah. Um, and obviously experiences from other people, you guys, and, um, and some friends of ours as well. So. Cool. So aside from not being able to find your pants... Did you have any other like fears or worries or anything going into before labor started, like about the birth? Uh, not, uh, I didn't have any fears. I was just told not to stay, like stay up the head end and um, just, you know, be supportive and, and all those kind of things. And um, yeah, besides my pants, <laughs> it was, I didn't really. Uh, I guess it was more, not the birth part, but after, like, um, uh, how how do you support the kid? How do you um, like for the first 
oh, even six months, I was useless. Like, I, I didn't have tits. I didn't have <laughs> anything that the baby wanted or Peyton wanted. I still feel kind of useless, to be honest. How old's Peyton now? <laughs> Peyton's three. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah, it's different. It's different. It's, it is different for a guy. Nobody, mm-hmm. And you know what? Nobody ever asked... Uh, this is going to sound really um, poor because I know you got like women go through a lot, but nobody ever asks how the guy's going. It's true. No, it's very right? important though. And the like, I, I reckon. Um, I reckon about a month into you know Peyton being around, and I'd gone on a trip in that time, and um, and and sort a of come back. Uh, <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I sort of came back, and I was like. Um, right uh what what am i doing i don't know what i'm doing and this is really stressful i don't know how where i'm supposed to be with um fit into this because obviously the the baby and the mum have such a dynamic and you're kind of third wheeling on their their relationship and you can't do anything and you feel kind of hopeless helpless that's a very common feeling yeah for the for partners uh you're not alone in that one at all good (laughs) yeah because yeah. What do you reckon could have been done either before or during to, like, change that? Um, if anything? You know, I've thought of, I have thought about this. And um, you have, you, you, just, you talk to your mates about, who, you know, the dads and stuff like that leading up to it. But they always talk, sort of start giving you advice on parenting rather than just, like, being, having that role of a dad where... You've got an infant and you you are useless you can't do anything but just being supportive to your partner and and obviously your, and your child as well and doing all the other things around the house so um yeah i'm not sure maybe i don't know you could this could be support groups <laughs> yeah so, maybe um but, but you're right though parenting advice for a newborn is kind of pathetic like that's not gonna yeah help. it's not gonna help like it, it does help and it's like you know like oh yeah no it gets better your sleep gets better and, and all that kind of stuff thanks that's that's great and i didn't need to know that because i was stressing about that too but um they don't tell you that, that nobody tells a dad what how they're supposed to fit into the dynamic i guess yeah if that makes sense it does okay good Maybe okay. it makes sense to you people as well <laughs> <laughs> so okay Claire then goes into labour. Mm-hmm. How far along was she? Do you remember? <clears throat> yeah, no, I do. We actually went... Tell me the whole story. So we, the night before Peyton was born, we went to the Greatest Showman concert in town. We had, because I'm such a tight ass, I booked the seats that were at the top in the nosebleed section. Uh, we could barely see Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I made my... A very heavy, heavily pregnant wife will walk up the stairs, sit in the seat, walk down the stairs three times to go to the toilet <laughs> and get a drink. And uh, yeah, so she was, um, so that was the night before and we, um, apparently she was, had contractions during the show, but I didn't know this at this time. She'd been mine again, oblivious to the world <laughs> of Claire. Um, she she said when she got we got home that night she said oh you know I've I've been starting to have contractions so I was like oh okay cool I'm going to bed <laughs> I was tired I was drunk <laughs> um, so yeah so we we um, we came home from that she was sitting on the couch she said oh, I'm going to stay up a little bit longer um, and I might call the doctor or call the hospital 
She called the hospital and they sort of said, go and have a, a, a hot shower and take Panadol. Um, you very early stages, sounds like. Um, go to bed, wake up, see what happens in the morning. I went to bed. I was not in the sorts. Um, she had a shower, came to bed. This was about 9 o'clock, 9, 10 o'clock. Um, woke me up at about 12.30 and said, I haven't slept. I'm having contractions more frequently now. Um, I think we need to go to the hospital. I was like, okay, where's my pants? <laughs> Found my pants. <laughs> got everything sorted. Got She she got it, got dressed. Um, I got her bag, got everything sorted, Got took her to the car, double-checked that I'd put the car seat in because that was very important. Um, went off to the hospital. Um, so they, at that point, they said, oh, you're not very far along. I can't, can't remember how many centimeters or whatever it wasn't much at all they were talking about sending us home but they had nobody in there so we were the only people in there on, on that night which was really good so they said oh we'll come in we'll, we'll admit you and we'll just see how this goes so there was um there was a couple of midwives on at the time um they didn't call the ob at either until the morning and they said oh because you're private mr daniels we've we've got this couch over here i said oh that's fantastic oh no 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 it falls out so they folded out the, the couch and this turned into this bed and i said good night and went to sleep <laughs> um uh so yeah so that was about um about 1 1 30 when when i went to, went to bed <laughs> they said clay you'll probably need to get some rest as well so she she was sitting in or laying in bed and I woke up at about 6.30, 7 o'clock and she was having breakfast. <laughs> so Had she had the epidural by that point? She hadn't had the epidural by that point, no. Okay. Um, so, yeah. No, How she, was she resting? She was just nailing it. She was just... Uh, no, well, we spoke... So, on the way here, we spoke about it again. She said, well, I was trying to rest, but... And she was thinking, oh, this is the last time I'm ever going to be able to rest properly and <laughs> sleep, not, like, for the night. She couldn't sleep. Yeah. So, yeah. she was absolutely knackered by the time I woke up very rested <laughs> very very comfy bed comfy bed um so yeah she she was having it uh her toast i think she had uh, she said she had vegemite um and they turned to me and said would you like breakfast and i said yes i would like breakfast actually so they made me bacon and eggs and brought it to the room and it was so good the perks of private <laughs> do recommend <laughs> um so yeah so we had my breakfast and Things were starting to move along. Claire kept asking, "When can she have the epidural?" And only from because only from talking to you that she was like, "I know I can have it whenever," but she wanted to have it as early as possible. Um, so they finally came. Um, the guy came around, an anaesthetist um, yep. came around and and sort of administered it. I think that was about eight, seven or eight o'clock in the morning. So that was about two, two and a half hours before she started properly pushing and going into them and, and have birthing Peyton. Yeah, so that was about, about then, about eight, eight, seven, eight o'clock. Yeah. And so she had the epidural and then you waited two Oh, hours. yeah, so we, we had the epidural. I'm trying to thought. It's such a good sleep. <laughs> such a good sleep. And the bacon eggs were really good too. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so we she had the epidural and um, it was seven o'clock, seven or eight o'clock in the morning, and the 
doctor, they started to call the doctor and said, okay, so things are starting to happen. You, you might want to come in. He... How are you feeling at that point? Aside from well rested and fed. Um, I was still pretty calm. Um, yeah, I was still pretty calm. I was starting to get a little bit nervous um, about what, you know, you could see Claire was starting to get in a lot of pain and, and when she was, the contractions were happening, she was, um, you know, definitely still in pain, even with the epidural. Um, so I was getting a bit, like, I get I guess, protective of her again of that. But the midwives were really good. Um, they did a, did a great job. Um, and obviously pa- Claire did a really good job as well, and so did Peyton. Um, <laughs> well, she didn't actually. I'll get to that story later. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we so that started to happen. She started, the doctor was called. He said, oh, no, she's not, she's not ready. I won't come in yet. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go and go for my run. Actually, he went for his run, which I respect. <laughs> <laughs> so he um, he went for his he went for his run, and and we sat or continued to sit around, and I turned the TV on, and um, I think uh, the the morning footy show was on, so I was watching that and just chilling. They asked me for a wonder coffee, and I took a coffee. <laughs> I was, I was re- doing a really good job to relax me, I guess, because I, I probably did seem a little bit tense. Um, Watching your wife go through pain is not, not nice. Um, so, yeah. So we got to. I'm assuming Claire was just nailing it. Yeah, yeah. She like she does everything. Yeah. It real really pisses me off actually. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, she was. Um, yeah, she was. She was nailing it. Yeah. Um, she like like I said, she'd done all of her research. She knew what she wanted. She knew knew that she had to. Well, she knew that she wanted the epidural. She had that sort of plan going into it um and um yeah and just wanted to make sure that she got it it wasn't i guess till later that she found out she could have it whenever she she wanted so um which was was news to her yes so <laughs> she was that was what her biggest stress was making sure that she got she the got epidural it. yeah um so and yeah. then was it then just time to push peyton out um, or peyton was naughty no so peyton yeah so peyton um Peyton was good in the fact that she was already in position um, a couple of weeks before. Uh-huh. So she was ready to come. It was just a matter of getting her there. Um, knowing Peyton now makes a lot of sense as to what happened next. Um, so Claire, so everything started happening where Claire had to have her water broken as well when she was, um, her water didn't break naturally. She had to have that. That was a weird experience as well for a guy to see that happen. Were you at the business end? Uh, no, no, I was at the other end, but it's still weird. Yeah. That's weird. I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Just know it's weird. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, so that's, so I'm up the other end and I'm, I'm actually watching, I thought the best thing for me to do is watch the monitor for contractions. So I started saying to Claire, oh, that's a good one. You, yeah, that was really good. That was a big one. You did really well. And she's going, yeah, okay, good. Yeah, okay. I can start to feel them, so <laughs> you don't have to tell me when they're happening. <laughs> so I always thought I was, that was me. That was what I did. But anyway, so I started, to, we were just sort of hanging around. And um, they, it, was, it was like a, the whole, the proper end of, of birthing was about 20 minutes. But she was sort of, coming for a while i guess um but when she started to really push peyton fell asleep so she they, they were really concerned they're like oh this this baby is uh, stopped moving and 
they were concerned and they were like, no, no, I think this baby's asleep. So the whole ordeal of Claire pushing Peyton out, Peyton was asleep. <laughs> so it, Was yeah. that stressful or was that just like... I, gobsmack kind of no I, I, cause I again I didn't know what was going on I mean the whole the whole magic show of a child coming out of that end was a bit I was a bit taken back by that and then the, the, the baby was still asleep Peyton was still asleep when she got out she was out and there was a cord and then there was just that was yeah actually that's reliving that's bringing up memories memories you didn't so, want to bring up no, no I guess Sorry. not visuals, no, the visuals maybe. I guess no, so um, so yeah. Anyway, so Peyton was a uh, Peyton was asleep going through the the whole birth, and came out and she wasn't screaming or crying or, or anything. And I thought, oh no, this isn't like this is not good. Pretorius didn't seem phased. The midwife, oh, Pretorius had got there by then. The midwives hadn't didn't seem phased, um, and they'd actually Pretorius didn't do anything actually he sort of <laughs> said oh claire do you want to catch it he got there within five minutes of peyton actually coming out <laughs> the midwives are really excited they said um uh, they love it when babies don't make yeah, it yeah they, they really wanted to birth it <laughs> so she was really pissed off <laughs> she's like fucking hell <laughs> so close <laughs> they really love it <laughs> yeah she was that that midwife was really good her name was rachel she was she was really lovely um so yeah, so so Peyton, so Claire actually, bir- like birth Peyton. That was an experience for her. Like grabbed her picked as her she would picked her as she was coming out, and then so this baby wasn't crying, it wasn't screaming, it was just sort of sitting there with shit all over it. Nobody, ex- no, guys, don't expect that either. Like there's just crap all over your baby. <laughs> Like get get into a bath. <laughs> I'm not touching it. It's good stuff. James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's, it's good stuff. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm gonna need to do a class for dads. Yeah, you will need to do a class for dads. I think that is definitely on your priority list. Um. So yeah. So um. So Peyton was asleep. Came out. I was really worried. Claire was like, I don't know. She was sort of in pain or shock and like exhausted. I guess. Um. And so they, they put Peyton straight up onto, onto Claire's um, chest and she was breathing. She just was asleep. And the midwife's like, oh, we need to get her to, to cry. I've done something about making sure the lungs are clear. Is that right? Mm-hmm. She comes in with this, this rag. I don't know what it was. Squishes my child's face and like just wakes her up. I was like, I just had this thing. Don't ruin it yet now. <laughs> Just got it, <laughs> and and so Peyton cries and she's she's fine and, and like you can take a, a deep breath, and then um, they're like, oh, so do you want to see what you had? And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. What what did I have? And they lifted her leg like it's like a dog. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, yeah, I had a girl. Put it down now. Don't touch my baby. <laughs> Weird people. <laughs> Did you say that to them? No, I that didn't. Would have been great. <laughs> Again, I just maybe next time. Uh, say next that. time I'll be like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was weird. Like they lifted. <laughs> logical, I guess. But oh my gosh, lifted her leg up. I was like, oh, you've got a baby girl. <laughs> Do you not think that's weird? It yeah, wasn't just me. No, it's not just me. Okay. That's weird. I, could, I thought, well, you guys all knew, like, if you've been reading the scan, you could have just said, it's a baby girl. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. 
That was weird. <laughs> so yeah, so we, so she was fine. She she um, was on. Claire got to hug her, and I got to cut the cord. Really squishy, really squishy. squishy. Yeah. That's funny. Sam said it was much harder to cut than what he thought it was. It was really. Oh no, it was hard to cut, but I felt like they gave you those kids scissors. Yeah. You know the ones that are like yeah. um, made of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> they made you cut it with that because it just wouldn't cut. <laughs> After Peyton was born, I'm mm-hmm. assuming Claire got some skin to skin. Yeah, maybe lots of some breastfeeding yeah. or something. Yeah, so after after skin to skin initially, and I got to have a little hold. That was going to be my question. Yeah. At what point did you get? No, no, I got I got a little quick little cuddle after Claire got. So went to Claire first, then went to me, and then she got taken away, and she was weighed and measured, and I got to. Um, that was odd as well. Sorry, I'll just go back to that. So they took her away from me after, which was fine. I was ready to, to pass her on and get stuff done. But then they put her on the scales, naked, and just left her. And I was like, do we need to cover her? Do we need to do anything? But they're like, oh, no, no, we're just going to weigh her. And, and then we we just get get the measuring out and all that kind of stuff. And it felt like ages. I don't know. I, that she Maybe was like on you there. could have been holding her yeah. while you set it up. I, I, yeah, I guess so. That's, like, yeah. That seems weird. Mm, anyway. Um, if it seems like too long, it's probably too long. Yeah, but I didn't know whether that was just because I was in the moment, everything was happening, and I'd just seen this it's awesome magic okay, show. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, the yeah. greatest showman one night and the magic show Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the terrifying show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was... So they did that and then wrapped her up, and, and that was good, and then gave it back to Claire. Um, so yeah which was good Hmm. so if you knowing everything you know now and how it went and all of those things any lessons learned any advice what would you do different next time what would you make sure to do the same Um, definitely I would definitely go private even though there was some quirkiness to it Um, but I did enjoy that bed And and after I guess we, we I should mention that we because we were in private we got Claire got to stay for three days and we didn't didn't talk about breastfeeding either um, so and and that was really good and I, because Claire had trouble um, her milk had trouble coming in so there was a few days thereafter where she was really stressed about her milk not coming in and then also Peyton had some gunk in her ear so she wasn't responding to those tests so that was really stressful as well. Um, and then, so just being there with the support around you, yeah, was was, yeah. was really helpful. Um, so yeah, and Claire knew one of the midwives as well, which was a friend's mum. So that was that convenient. was very convenient because obviously then they knew each other and and um, uh, they gave her uh, you know talked to her about other other sort of suggestions as well, which was good. Um, <clears throat> And then also, obviously, coming off epidural as well, you can't walk. So Claire had to have support to walk for, for the first few, I don't know, if it's, I'm going to say day. She still still struggled uh, for the day with, with walking. Um, but I would uh, definitely say that private was awesome, if you can do it, obviously. Um, and that you just need to relax and let it happen. Yeah, good advice. It's just, I guess it's just going to happen and you just got to deal with every situation as it comes along. It's one of those things where you just, I guess you can't prepare everything. I guess you do, but <laughs> it's your job. <laughs> no, I don't prepare everything. I help you learn to 
respond yeah. to the unknown. Right, okay. So basically what you said. That would be of. good. You do need to do a class for dads then. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. It was a different experience. What's the biggest thing you've learned? From uh, being a dad or from having a baby or from... It's a big question to ask about a, warning. Yeah, it is a big question to ask. He could have given me five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess the biggest thing I've learned is that... Um, one women are amazing the the amount and i'm not i'm not fluffing this up for your podcast i actually think this um the to be able to birth a a a baby that's what two 2.9 kilos um and then um uh, and then everything just snaps back to normal (laughs) that's just crazy um and then being having a child latch onto you and be so dependent on you for, for Oh, forever really I mean it's for, for 12 months it's really close <laughs> and then they sort of wean off from you but um, yeah I don't think any man could do that and that's that's truth like yeah and I've I, got I, that recorded yeah yeah you don't play it to her <laughs> <laughs> she can't listen to this <laughs> um, yeah but yes yeah, yeah just have to be supportive um, and that's the place of a dad in that situation is just you just have to be supportive because you don't you can't you literally can't do anything you're you you don't have boobs you don't have um, they they don't want the dad when they're crying or they need need feed or they need something it's they, they want the mum that's what they know that's what they've spent nine months in um, so they're used to the heartbeat they're used to the the smell, the, the just everything. So just be supportive in every other aspect you can be. That's good, my advice. Good job. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Was it as scary as you thought it would be? Terrifying. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You did so well. <laughs> I hope Terrifying. you enjoyed this story from the birth suite. Thank you so much for listening along. If you want to support the podcast, please subscribe or leave a review. And if you'd like to follow me on social media, it's at sam.zig.birthsuite. See you next time.